You can't take this from me, baby. You will not take this from me, baby. What's good, hip-hop? What's good? Oh, man, it's episode 13 of the New Golden Era. I'm still your host, Rob Diggy, a.k.a. Rob D, B.K.A. Rob D, in the place to be. Talking about the late, great DMX, otherwise known as Earl Simmons. Man, I will tell you all... Um, there are significant days in hip-hop that we all remember. Um, the day we remember when we lost Tupac. The day when we lost Big. The day when we lost Big L. The day when we lost uh, Big Pun. Uh, but April 9, 2021, we lost an icon in hip-hop. We lost Earl Simmons. And I remember exactly what I was doing when I got the news. And I was, uh, I was, I think I was, in, I was in Clubhouse or something. And I was having a conversation with some cats and we were spitting some things and somebody came on the line and said, yo, DMX passed. And I was I was stunned. Like the room that I was in, the whole environment changed. Like I'm telling you, the whole environment changed. Um, everybody got real quiet. Everybody ended the room early and I got off the call and I just started. I went to bed early, took my medicine, went to bed and I started crying, man, because DMX, man, like if you guys were just knowing this man's spirit this man's passion this man's love for the art um and that's why i have him next to me over here because i, I feel like his presence is with me so i have to have him with me on the show so he's not here um figuratively you know uh, uh, literally but figuratively he's here with me and my guest today because i had to bring him with me uh the late great dmx and this is going to be the episode uh dedicated to him his memory and his impact on hip-hop hip-hop music hip-hop culture uh and of course you know i can we stay locked and loaded and ready uh with some special guests that i have aboard with us first of all the first face you're going to notice is a familiar face making his record uh 13th appearance on the podcast william james boys he know needs no introduction uh but we do have a new guest on today he goes by the name of satisfy otherwise known as satisfy raps for the dv entertainment crew shout out to Dion brown and his whole crew uh satisfy i got a chance to interview him a little while ago maybe a couple of months back if you guys can look at the channel i got to sit down and interview him he is a phenomenal artist he's a hip-hop artist uh based out of illinois and he is on his on board today as well so without further ado i'm gonna bring these gentlemen in and uh what is good you guys unmute yourselves talk to the group william james you can go first what's good family what's happening with you talk to the folks man Greetings and salutations. I know that's a John Campion thing, but that's whatever. Anyway, uh, it's this is this is amazing, man. Uh, in spite of the fact that he's no longer here, he always will be. Uh, I just like to say, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is X. This is X. No doubt, no doubt. Satisfied. Introduce yourself to the audience, please, sir. Yo, what's going on, guys? This is Satisfy. Uh, my government name is Chris Bradmans, just in case if anyone cares. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, DMX, man, uh, we definitely lost a legend. Like, I feel like 
when X died, 50% of the culture died with it, to be honest. Like, I, I mean, everyone wants to talk about, you know, the Jays, the rock hymns and all those other rappers that have made such a big impact on hip hop and everything. And they most certainly did, but I feel like you have to talk about X most definitely. And I feel like people do leave X out of that conversation. And it kind of does piss me off. Cause it's like, you do know that this guy has done so much for the culture and he is the culture and he just, his authenticity, it, it can't be unmatched. I feel like, and there will never be another DMX out there. Like he, 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 he kind of remind kind of reminds me of Derek Jeter a little bit, you know, when Derek Jeter was in baseball mm -hmm. and he was just that once in a lifetime baseball player yeah. that pretty much, you know, always had his head on straight, always stayed humbled and just played the game and became one of the greats. And I felt like, you know, with DMX, he was just a different breed and he's, I feel like you will never get a different, you'll never get another DMX. I feel yeah. like most yeah. definitely, he was definitely one of one. There's never been another like DMX. I've never heard anything other than DMX in my entire uh, 42 years of life on this planet. Um, and the reason why it's so significant that William James is on here today, because the first time that I heard DMX was on 4321 uh, LL Cool J uh, song. And then uh, I hear this growl and it fresh out the dog. And I'm like, yo, what in the hell is that? Not who is that, what is that? Right, so he's like, and Will's like, yo, it's this guy named DMX. He got an album dropping in May. I'm like, bet I'm definitely gonna be peeping that for sure. So uh, let's get the facts out of the way, ladies and gentlemen. You know how we do it on the platform. Uh, DMX is a one-time American Music Award winner, one-time Billboard Award winner. So don't has a lot of awards in his trophy case, but his impact is felt. Three albums we're gonna be talking about in this specific time of the new golden era. It's Dark As Hell Is Hot, released in May of 1998. You all know the hits already, the intro. Uh, that's my man's in them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. Rapper's Anthem. Uh, let me see. Fuck It With The D, Get At Me Dog, which was, you know, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Let Me Fly, Damien, How It's Going Down, Mickey, Crime Story, Stop Being Greedy For My Dogs, and of course, The Prayer. All of DMX's albums ended with The Prayer. And, and then, <laughs> what does he do next? So, <laughs> he is one of the few artists in the history of music to drop <laughs> two albums in the same year that debuted at number one on the Billboard charts, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, released in December of 1998. You got the intro, you got uh, Bring Your Whole Crew, It's All Good, The Omen, Slippin', Blackout. I love Blackout, by the way. It's one of my favorite tracks of DMX in his catalog. Uh, Flesh of My Flesh yes. is kind of track. Uh, Definitive the Prayer Two, And then uh, No Love For Me. Uh, which also, let me go back real quick. Dark uh, is dark and hell is hot. Uh, four marks from the source magazine, five time platinum album. Flesh of my flesh was three times platinum, and then dropped this. And then there was X in December of '99. A year later, three and a half mics from the source magazine, uh, and a couple of hits that I love off of there. It was one more road to cross, one more risk to take. Here we go again. Uh, party up, everybody knows that. Everybody loves party up. Uh, oh, yeah. What these bitches want with Cisco? What's my name? Which is one of my favorite joints with him and Jigga shooting. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? What do you say? Will uh, figures say, as big um, as Jiggas? You know, getting sick of these off uh, uh, bread, brother. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, he's just running so, around here talking about they got figures as big as Jiggas. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. He was just so raw, man. But those are three albums that we're gonna concentrate on you guys in the new golden era. And what I also wrote down was a couple of the off hits. You know, four, three, two, one. 
I talked about that. That's how I was introduced to DMX. Money, power, respect with the lock. Shut them down with Onyx. It's on with DJ Clue. Rough Rider Anthem Remix with DJ Clue. Again, Money Cash Hoes with Jay-Z on uh, Volume 2. What you gonna do with J.L. Fenley uh, and uh, Mr. Method Man. Top shot from the Belly soundtrack. And one of my underground hits that DMX dropped uh, was The Story, which was on the Black Gangsta soundtrack. So if you guys have not heard The Story, go back and check that out because that is really, really smooth. And I remember picking that CD up and I was like, yo, DMX on it. I don't even know what the, the name of the movie is. I'm buying it. DMX on it. I'm buying it. I don't care. I don't care. I'm buying it. So that's that. There's that. So um, let's uh, j first off, gentlemen, thank you for spending time with us this evening, paying homage to the great, uh, you know, what I'm saying uh, Earl Simmons. And the first question goes to our guests, uh, satisfy. And that question is, sir, what does DMX mean to the hip hop culture? Uh, DMX means so much to the hip hop culture, like just everything that he accomplished and just the influence that he had on this culture like it should not go unnoticed whatsoever and it's interesting that uh you talk about how he dropped his debut and his sophomore album in the same year and both went number one on billboard but then a lot of people will be like oh like they're this rapper did the same thing with one of their albums i'm like yeah but did they go number one and did those albums actually stand the test of time still to this day where you can go back and listen to them and they're still straight heat Yes. like no like and he dmx was just so real like just so raw and passionate and everything and like you know when he died i remember it was a friday i was at work and pretty much i dropped a new song i dropped uh uh my first pop punk uh record rock record and i was like so stoked on that and then pretty much when i heard he died I was just like, man, fuck my song and everything. Like, I'm bummed. Like, one of the greatest human beings ever, like, just died. Like, I, I don't know, because I think I remember it was like the second day he was in the hospital or the third day. Uh, pretty much, I kept telling myself over and over again, I'm like, I do not want to say RIP DMX. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, I ended up saying that. And, you know, it still doesn't feel real. Like... You know, I've yep. been listening to It's Dark and Hell is Hot, like, over and over again, especially Let Me Fly in the Convo. Like, those are my favorite songs off that. And uh, for my dogs with uh, Drag On and Loose yep. and all those guys. And, um, but, yeah, like, I remember um, on the Convo, like, just listening to that last verse where he's, like, up in the intensity and everything. And then the beat drops, like, I just get chills and everything. I'm like, man, like you know we were blessed to have someone like dmx like to we're just blessed and you know it's just sad that we lost someone like that and like like a, like i said uh when he died 50 percent of the culture died with him so yeah yeah it was definitely a, a tough day um and x meant so much to hip-hop so much of the golden era new golden era of hip-hop uh, the late 90s, uh, you know, which I think was the peak of his career. And, 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 and then, you know, what X did, uh, which is some of the other things that other rappers do, is he started being on TV, doing movies and doing other things like that. So we started going down that road. He had major success with it as well, too. So shout out to X for, you know, expanding uh, the talent in that, in that regard. And, and Will, my question to you, my good sir, is when you think about DMX, how does he speak to you in regards to hip hop? How does he speak to you? 
Well, you there, bro? DMX. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah. DMX, in as much as hip hop is concerned, was he was testosterone personified. DMX, I mean, not to say anything about any, you know, look, do what you want to do, say what you want to say, be what you want to be. DMX was 100. Was a man's man. He was he was in your face. He was bastic. The man he carried his heart on his shoulder. There was a huge paradigm shift when X was in in the game because you couldn't you couldn't have it. It couldn't be weak. It couldn't be weak with X because X gave it a hundred percent every single time. Right. It didn't matter what he was doing. In fact. He didn't necessarily garner respect. He demanded it without even saying it. All of his peers, all of his peers knew, they knew that he was a megawatt bulb waiting to happen. You know what I'm saying? And when it happened, you could tell everybody else was kind of reacting to X. X did not care. X wanted to give. There were stories about X being in in a hotel with like a ton of women. And just sitting down talking to him, preaching the word. Right. What X meant to the culture is the same thing. Cut away all of the frills. There was none of the, you know, uh, imagine Puff was out. You had the shiny suits, you know what I'm saying? You had the flash. X reminded us and grounded us. X told us, hey, this is the streets. I am it's like I'm one of the only brothers I know that could go to the hood, any hood by myself and be good. Yeah. He didn't just talk it. When he told you when he told you something on record, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. DMX, yeah. they're not enough superlatives to describe him. DMX was basically, I have a saying, and I've said it before. I think rap is turbulent poetry. X was turbulent poetry personified, personified. Right. Like you said, one of one. No, nobody, nobody did what he did beforehand, and nobody's doing it now. You know what I'm saying? And there are plenty of other artists out there that'll say, "Yeah, X." Because when you mentioned X, I remember Satisfy said it. A lot of cats kind of, you know, forget about him or don't, they don't mention him in the in the greats. But then when you mention him. Oh man, the whole room changes. You know, there's a paradigm shift. And I remember this joint. And I remember this joint. And then this joint. Dude, he was lightning in a bottle, man. He was. He was. I, I would definitely agree with that. I I remember um man, lots of good memories about DMX, man. Nothing, nothing negative at all. But I know that no. one of the things that I will say, and I'm gonna pass the mic over to Satisfy about this is, you know, DMX fought a lot of demons. I mean, a lot of demons in his life. He had addiction early, early on in his, in his, in his life. Um, and he talked about that. He was transparent about that. He was a, he was a Christian, um, but, he, but he had demons. He was fighting all the time. Um, and one of the things that he always, that he, that he said um, in one of the interviews that I saw this past week was, you know, I'm, a, I'm an addict. I'm always going to be an addict, but I'm not, I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm always high. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. You know, like I, I kind of goes over some folks' heads. Yeah, you, you're you are who you are. But that doesn't mean you have to, you know, be high all the time. Yeah, he recognizes that he had a problem. He, he like he didn't run from. It, he didn't hide from it. Uh, but uh, you know, unfortunately, it was his demise as well too. So satisfied. Let's talk about his impact on just mental health. Let's talk about that for a second because that's one of the untouched 
uh, what I would say, uh, taboo things in the late 90s that we really didn't uh, dive into at that time. It was kind of like, well, yeah, okay, we got a little bit of issues or whatever, you'll work it out. But nah, it wasn't as easy as we thought. So when you think about DMX, Satisfy, what is he, how was this, what is his connection to mental health and hip hop or bringing it to the forefront in your opinion? I think his connection with mental health is definitely very important and something very noticeable because, you know, um, throughout my 20s, I've been struggling with depression, anxiety, and I've had suicidal thoughts and shit like that. And because of that, like I, I've had demons too, and I still have demons I fight with. So yeah. knowing that someone like DMX also has demons that he's been fighting with throughout these years that he did, like, you know, it made me feel like I wasn't alone and all that. And like the fact that he continued to like still stay positive and still like have like still believe in his faith as a Christian and all that, like, you know, it's just very inspiring because we all know that DMX had probably the worst demons that he faced out of anyone else in this world. And the fact that he still continued to keep going and stay positive, like it's definitely something very inspirational, but definitely when it comes to him having demons and like me and so many other people having demons, like it makes us feel like we're not alone in this world that like one of the greatest human beings ever, like also struggle with what we're struggling with as well. Yeah. He made it, he made it, um, he made it human. Here's what I'm going to say on the record satisfy. If that ever happens again, you pick up the phone and you call me, dude, you call will you, you can call me any time of day or night. I've been there brother, yeah. brother. I know, I know. And that's, that's real shit, man. Like, um, I don't think we talk about it enough. We don't, but like one of the episodes that Will said a few months back was, I love you. We don't say it enough as men. It's okay to say, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Give each other a hug and pound and feel that yes. affection. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. It's okay, man. You know what I mean? So satisfied, yeah. I, I know brother. And, and, and that's, that's real shit. And anybody else that's watching or listening, if you're going through something, man, call me. I, I'll give you my number. We can chop it up and I'll talk you off the ledge. Cause I know what that feeling is like, man. And DMX said it too and slipping. He talked about depression, you know what I mean? And slipping, he's you know, three years later showing signs of stress. Didn't keep my hair cut, gave up how I dress. Like, I was thinking back then, you know, before we aired, I was like, yo, that's a hot line. That was dope. And then as I got older, right? You start getting older, you start going through life. Life start kicking you in the ass a little bit. And you're like, oh, you know what? That wasn't a hot line. He was really talking about the stuff that he was going through. That's why Slippin' is such, is one of my favorite songs from DMX's Slippin', man, because he it always, whenever I, I hear those, those horns and like, you know what I'm saying? And he just, and I just, it kind of just lifts your spirit up. You know what I mean? He's just like, yo, like I know what you're going through. I got you and this is how you can get through it. And I still listen to Slippin' to this day, man. So I appreciate that, your words on that though, satisfied. But boy, I'm gonna pass the mic to you on this. Let's talk about the music, man. Let's talk about the music of DMX. Um, what is your favorite album from DMX and why? <clears throat> My favorite album, I would have to say, it's still, it's dark and hell is hot. Now, there are a few others that, that come close, but the reason is it was it, 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 it's such a statement. It's all a damn near perfect album, damn near perfect album from start to finish. And something uh, another uh, song of his that didn't get a, enough uh, enough shine. And it was uh, it was one of the songs that was on his Get At Me Dog Maxi single back in the days when yeah. <clears throat> when we would 
you know, oh, so-and-so's getting ready to drop a single and we could physically go get a CD, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he did a uh, he did a song called Stop Being Greedy. Yeah. And it's funny because it kind of touches on so many different things. It touches on his demons. It touches on his his duality with Earl and X, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. and it was just so funny the way he did it, his staccato flow and the way he his gruff voice, even when he was playing the Earl part, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's shown through, you know what I'm saying? And because uh, when it get, uh, uh, when, when the light goes out, um, I start uh, uh, having dreams or oh, nightmares. The light dance, desert me, got me like everybody wants to hurt me. And he oh, just boy. he personified <laughs> those masterfully. And yeah. dude, you he actually had you think, man, is that two different people or is that him? That was him. Nobody's done a song like that, dude. He his concepts, the way he he, he flowed. Like if anybody else had taken those raps, like Biggie couldn't do them. Tupac couldn't do them. Yeah. Jay Z couldn't do them because they wouldn't sound the same. Yeah, he could he could take some nursery rhymes and it'd be a number one hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because of his voice. Yeah. I think my favorite album. Yeah, it's dark and hell it, and hell is hot. But the man, he's one of the few artists I know that when he gets on somebody's track, much like Eminem, mm. he he may wash you. He just might wash you. He you know what I'm saying? He just might. When, he when, just might. when Jay-Z had him on, uh, you know, Money Cash and those. Yeah, uh, right, right. <laughs> DMX and my dog Spike. Jigga, my brother, rhyme oh, all night. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Everything, dude, you don't even, you don't even have to know the, all of the words. You mentioned some bar from any specific song and everybody in the room would be like, oh, just yeah. like that, man. I'm telling you, dude, his music. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, it's dope, and man. It's definitely fire, man. All fire. And the satisfies point, you know, he could drop those albums could drop right now and, and be and be fire. And and the reason yes. for that is because of the sound. Yes. I love. Shout out to Swiss Beats first off. Swiss, if you ever see this video, man, shout out to you, man. Your craftsmanship, the way that you married your music or your sound with X, really, really personified the sound of Rough Riders mm -hmm. during that time. And I want to ask Satisfy real quick. Satisfy, when were you introduced to DMX uh, sonically, musically? When were you introduced to DMX? I was introduced to DMX around 2002, maybe 2003. Okay. Um, I had got this uh, video game called Street Hoops. Okay. Two. You remember that game? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, pretty much there was two songs on there that were like the main highlight for the soundtrack. Uh, one was uh, front to back by Exhibit. First time I ever heard of Exhibit, by the way. Right. And great um, alumni. <laughs> yep. And then um, also uh, Who We Be by DMX. Mm -hmm. And pretty much I heard it, and it was just so different. And you know, hearing him say, "My father, my my mother, yeah. I love him, I hate him." I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and but it was just so cool. It was just so raw. And it w didn't sound anything like anything else. And I was like, man, like this guy's just everything. Like yeah. he, I, I just got captivated right away. And pretty much then I started to uh, stay up to date with his music throughout the time, um, pretty much throughout uh, Grand Champ. And then, um, yep. well, what was uh, the other album? It was, uh, and then there was X again. Yes. Right. And, um, 
pretty much as I got older, then I started researching, going back to it's dark and hell's hot and then flesh, my flesh, blood of my blood. And then, and then there was X. And then pretty much that's when I realized, man, like this guy was just the greatest. Yeah. Like, you know, so definitely one of the greatest live performers in hip hop for sure. Definitely top, maybe top three. I, I put Busta Rhymes in there too, but yeah, when you hear about a live performance, you go to an X show, you gonna get your money's worth. He would perform like hour and a half sets and like not even take a break. I like damn, yeah. he was like an alien or something, yo. Like what's what's going on here? He don't take a breath. He's just you know running around and having a good time. And and, and oh, like, by the way, I want to correct myself. Um, the album after Grand Champ was uh, the Year of the Dog again. Oh, the, uh, oh yeah, that's right. The Dog, yeah, Year of the Dog again. Yeah. yeah, and I, I just want to crack myself on that because I'm a huge fan of DMX and just want to get it right. So. Oh, that's all good, man. Hey, and look, it's live. It's live. It's one take. Y'all know that, man. It's one yeah. take, man. I don't get it right all the time either, man. So it's all okay. It's all good, man. You know, uh, since we're on the subject of the songs, <clears throat> uh, the get at me, the get at me dog version that everybody knows. That's yeah. actually the remix. Yeah, because the, right. the original he did with the locks, and I'm right. telling you that. Uh, that verse, man, I love it because he comes out of nowhere with a bunch of stuff. And I remember a line he said in that in, in the uh, in the one with the locks. He said, "Grand champ and I raise more hell than a Sorel. See him at the people busting at the doorbell." And I was like, the way he said it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not even, the words. They may be unremarkable on page. You might be like, okay, yeah, you know that's braggadocio. You know it's violent. But when you hear it, it's like, man. You know, and at the end, he said, if you want war, then you want more than you can stand. And his 4-4 will leave him with this in his hand. Who the man? And now you catch no for real. Get at me, dog. Er, er, what the deal? That's, Blew that's, my mind. Blew crazy. my mind. That's crazy. I like that version almost better, better than, than the, the original, other. You yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. with, uh, with Get At Me, my favorite line in that is like, and then I'll have them all screaming like the white bitches in the scary movie. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Get too close to rappers like protected by Viper. Stand back. Stand back. <laughs> Word, man. Like DMX, he was ill, man. My favorite, uh, my favorite album is Flesh of My Flesh. Um, for lots of reasons. Slippin's on there. Yeah. Um, Blackout's on there. Shout out to the Jay-Z and the Locks, who literally Ooh. just that that's Ooh. one of my my yes. favorite Jadakiss verse is on there, first off. Uh is Ooh. on there. The way he he's he just destroys that. Um and but, on that song where he says, Y'all are sunned out. Uh, where Let me speak to your father. Speak to your that father. Was that, that, was, uh, that was Styles. That, that was Styles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then DMX was like, plus it's all gravy, like chicken when it's smothered. I'm like, damn, how come <laughs> I, I never thought about that? And then yeah, he, man, say, I, uh, I think that's dark, well, we'll talk about it. we'll talk about Jay next week. But Jay's Jay's verse yeah. is nasty. Jay's verse is nasty. So that one definitely would stand out yeah. track. And that's probably and to your point. Um, we talked about this off air, ladies and gentlemen, you know, before we got started. You know, the, the kind of like the the rivalry between Jay and DMX, yes. you know, I mean, Jay and they used to go through ciphers all the time, too. You know, DMX and Jay would battle a lot, yeah. um, you know, behind behind uh, behind the stages, behind the For scenes. There was a lot of a lot of battles behind that. And, you know, that was one of the times I thought that Jay was like, oh, yeah, I got this one. I'm going to go I'm going <laughs> your joint and I'll shine you but neither here nor there. But um, but he didn't. X did. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, I, that, I love, I, everybody, I love you. It's either X, it's either X or, or J. Every, uh, everybody uh, I know has an opinion of, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love J. I love the impact that he has had on the culture, but DMX, uh, yeah. he, 
And, and to, to, to your point of Satisfy, I think that one of the things that I love about X was his relationship, you know, to handle his demons. And, uh, you know, he had Damien and then he had the Omen. So the Omen's on Flesh and My Flesh. So it's like the relationship he has, you know, the God or the angels on one hand and then the devil's on the other side talking to him. Like he had that ability to, to do that. And that goes to your point, Will. I don't think a lot of storytellers in hip hop could have pulled that off. Maybe Slick nope. Rick, maybe, and that's a maybe. Nas, I, I don't think it would have been as authentic. But coming from DMX, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, that's it's, that's believable that someone could actually go and, and, and you know what's all the bug about this? I'm passing you satisfied on this last one here. It's like when you, uh, it, I thought like it was like a gimmick how he sounded on the, on the songs, like with the, with the grrr and his song. Yeah. Yo, he really, is, it sounds yeah. like that. That's like his real voice. <laughs> Yo, that's what messed me up too. He was, you know, what I'm saying like that, that was his voice. You know, like, like, crazy. yeah, like be real, be real doesn't talk like he raps. You no, know what I'm saying no. in fact, there's a story behind that. But X, dude, what you yeah. see, what you hear, what you see that. is what you get. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, it was crazy. And it, it's interesting you talk about you know him doing the uh, grr yeah. and all that. Like, yeah. well, actually, my my favorite, the most underrated underappreciated uh dmx song is off of uh the murder inc compilation album uh the murderers or whatever okay DMX had a song on there called uh tales from the dark side okay and, okay oh and oh oh my god like pretty much i heard the intro and he's probably laying down the dog barks like he's probably laying down 15 of them where they're like arf, 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 just like all over the place and i'm and i i'm like listening to it at work and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> but but then he he comes on and he just buys the fuck out of that song and I'm yes. like why am I now just discovering this yeah but better late than never yeah better yeah. late than never man yeah. that's that's fact dude I mean X Men so much of the culture and, and to your point satisfied like a part of hip hop died when DMX when DMX yes. left this earth a part of hip hop left with him and his legacy lives on through his music through us keeping him alive keeping his memory alive. Um, and I'm going to pass the mic over to uh, William James to close us out. So, Boyd, give me your closing thoughts on DMX, man. Uh, close us out. What are your final thoughts on X and what he means to you uh, in, in your life and your journey, uh, you know, going through life as, as a man? <clears throat> what, what, do you, what, is, what does he mean to the soundtrack of your life? I know we talked about depression and I don't everybody experiences depression differently. And I always had. <laughs> you were a lot of people don't know this, but you were my Jiminy Cricket <clears throat> because uh, when I was younger, I did a lot of crazy things. And I know initially when we met, you were kind of like, I don't want to step in this guy's lane too much, but maybe I should say something and I could feel it. And you would say something. And I, and I would I would contemplate it. Sometimes I just totally ignore it. But you were my Jiminy Cricket. And it was funny because with X, when I was. Like I said, I didn't even know I was depressed half the time. You know what I'm saying? But I kind of, by the time I realized I was depressed, I was out of it. And even, and I'm going to tell you, it's weird. I would listen to like, like uh, X is coming, you know, off of uh, it's dark and hell is hot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And <clears throat> it seemed like the darker X got, the more excited and the more vibrant I became. He was fuel for me and still is. Uh, there are several songs that I have of his on my gym soundtrack. But I experienced them in a different light when I'm listening to DMX. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh, we go back to Get At Me Dog. It's one of his uh, most popular ones. You know what I'm saying? When he did that song, 
and he went, he ran the gamut. I mean, he was just talking about everything, mm-hmm. his energy, his flow. And I think that's one of the things that, that gets like overlooked and then talked about, that doesn't get talked about enough, enough, his flow and his inadvertent comedic, you know, uh, timing, his talent, like in party up, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, when he goes, um, uh, you whack, you twist it, your girls are, you broke, the kid ain't yours, and anybody know your old man, so you stupid. You be like, so, I love my baby mama. I never I live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he will never have another ex. Did you, did you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Every, dude, I, okay, I've done karaoke, and I've, I've done this in karaoke. I am not kidding you. It's one of those cheat songs, because just like singing, don't stop. But everybody knows the song. Everybody. everybody so when you man. start doing party up and that part happens, everybody's like a chorus. Yep. I'm telling you. Yeah, man. X touched so many people and it was effortless. We talked about it, his authenticity, his heart. He was he was giving. He was real. He talked about he was transparent, like you said, Rob. He was transparent. He was open. He fought with his demons, but at the same time, he knew where he's not once, not once did X do something. And I had to stop and say, mm, you kind of missed me with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like every other artist I can think of just about has done something where I'm like, that's not authentic or I wish you hadn't done that. X, the only thing I, I just wish X hadn't had that one demon. You know what I'm saying? Because those drugs did a number. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... <clears throat> Hopefully in the future we'll get to talk about the album he just dropped and we'll be able to touch base on on what his legacy meant. I believe I believe FX left a blueprint that can't be followed and at the same time should be aspired to. Absolutely. That that's a that's an awesome way to end it. And y'all check out go pick up or copy or go grab Exodus. Uh Exodus is a pretty phenomenal album. I, I actually like it. Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about it offline, though, but some of the tracks <laughs> that I picked out from there, Jay-Z, shout out to Jay-Z again, who shows his appearance on there, and Nas as well. But, gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure spending time with the both of you, getting your thoughts on DMX's impact on hip-hop. But we got to start closing things out. And how we have been closing things out and throughout season three is with a nine-second moment of silence dedicated to the late, great George Floyd. So if you all could bow your heads for me and take my cap off. Uh, for a nine second moment of silence and then we'll get into the shout out portion real quick. Amen. Amen. Let that brother's soul rest in peace and rest in peace to all of the others that we have lost due to social injustice uh, in the United States of America. So I'm going to pass the mic to Satisfy first. Satisfy, this is your first appearance on the DGA2 platform as a guest. Uh, thank you again, brother, man. So awesome to hear your thoughts on this uh, late, great Earl Simmons. But who are your shout-outs going to, bro? Who you want to shout-out to this week, fam? Uh, to you guys first um, Salute, for ha- you, having such a solid conversation about one of the greats, most definitely. And um, pretty much my mom and dad uh, for dry humping each other and giving birth to me um <laughs> oh god love I this dude uh, god. Oh, okay man. birds and the bees uh, fact okay we got it family we got it uh, uh, 
Maybe Ooh. I shouldn't have said that. My bad. <laughs> it's too uh, late. It's already out there, Tom. Let your freak flag fly, brother. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. mom and dad, yo. Shout out to mom and dad. Go ahead, satisfied. Yeah, yeah. But, but not for real. Shout out to my mom and dad for Word. being the greatest parents that I could ever have. Um, shout out to Dion for being. Word. Shout out to Dion, man. Word. Being the greatest manager that uh, an artist can ask for. And uh, shout out to the rest of the DB Entertainment Squad, uh, Mac, Spiff, uh, 36M Brimstone, uh, Shevin. So, yeah. All right. I appreciate that, Satisfy. And thank you once again for blessing on platform. We will see you again, my good brother, <coughs> going into season four. No question. William James Boyd making the record setting 13th appearance on this podcast <laughs> platform. My brother, I'm always humbled and. Uh, appreciative of you spending time and your wisdom on our audience so for the 13th time my good sir who are your shout outs going to family my shout outs are going out to earl simmons family first and then second the city of yonkers because i'm telling you <clears throat> dmx was obviously from yonkers but i'm telling you that just like just like Jay-Z made Marcy Pro Projects famous, DMX put Yonkers on his back. <clears throat> and by, by, by extension, I just want to give a shout out to rap and hip hop through Earl Simmons, because viewing the world through his eyes was truly a wonder, man. And his, mm, I'm telling you, I'm giving that shout out because just like with with the with the artists that passed their cities their personas you know the things that identified them you know yonkers will forever be linked you know what i'm saying with dmx you know um uh money earning mount vernon you know what i'm saying with heavy d but you get the picture right. you know right. i believe that hip-hop has not only suffered a blow but through dmx through his music we have guys like satisfied you know what I'm saying? We have hope for the culture. We have guys that actually go and, you know, satisfy you, share the story with the story with us about how there was a shift with how you rapped and then how you ended up rapping. And so it's the same thing. No, nothing happens in a vacuum. So I want to give props to Yonkers, X, God rest in peace. I mean, yeah, just to his family, one love. Word, word. My shout outs, man. Man, I, I I I can't even come up with the words to describe what X meant to me, what he meant to hip hop. So I'm gonna talk about my family first. Shout out to the Queen Jessica, uh, who was my rock, my ride or die, um, who I cannot make moves without. Um, shout out to her. Shout out to my family, my kids, my mom and dad, uh, my grandkids as well too. Uh, I love you all to death. But when it comes to DMX, you guys. Um, I just start tearing up just thinking about it, man. Like he meant so much to the culture, so much to me in my personal life, when, in my my formative years, when I was a young man trying to figure life out and, and not really understanding things that are going on around me. But now going back as a as an old man, as an old, I'm an OG now. <laughs> I'm an OG now. Yeah. I go back and listen to X <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like now I get it. Now I understand what it's like to get point satisfied about the demons that we all face, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been there, I know, I get it, and I understand now. And it's because of DMX, and he really brought, what I would say uh, was an advocate for mental health and hip hop before we even thought about it. Before we even yeah. thought about mental health in the 90s and and, and bringing it 
uh, to the, to light and and I thank DMX for his legacy. So as you mentioned, Will, shout out to his family, his kids, um, everybody that rock with X. And one of the things I want to leave you all with um, is when his his um, his memorial service. So DMX they took they took him on the back of a truck and the Rough Riders rode through the city and. It was just beautiful, man, and like having uh, Swiss beats and 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 all the the greats, uh, locks, uh, you know, coming up and talking about X and his kids, and it was just a beautiful sight, man. And so shout out to DMX, man. Shout out to Yonkers. Shout out to hip hop culture, and that's all that we got for this week, man. And we're gonna end this thing this week a little bit differently, you guys, with something that's called Voices of the World. We got a couple of uh, guests that want to share a few words with DMX. So we're going to end this week on that note. We'll see you guys next week. Y'all stay peace, stay humble, and stay hip hop. All right, one number zero. See you soon. Hey guys, this is Tiffany J and I'm from Jersey and I just want to talk about DMX for a minute and just pay homage to him. He was just such a wonderful artist. He was street yet vulnerable. He was raw and spiritual and I love the fact that despite his shortcomings, he was never ashamed of his relationship with God. He always seemed to be transparent and genuine and a good friend, a good person. Um, you will forever be missed, DMX. May God bless your family, your children, and may God rest your soul. Remember when it was in the 90s and, you know, hip-hop had gotten to the point where the sound was going from that hard hip-hop to that, you know, softer vibe where they celebrated women and things like that. And then in comes this guy named DMX. And I don't even know what DMX stands for. Maybe y'all could tell me. Um, and all he kept doing was like talking about dogs and barking. And I was like, who is this man? It wasn't until, you know, I saw the versatility of his gifts when he started acting. And then when he did that tribute to Aaliyah when she passed away, and Aaliyah was one of my favorite artists. And he did... Um, it's been too long and I'm lost without you. Um, he did a tribute to her. I, I fell in love with him. I fell in love with him. DMX, rest in peace, rest in power. You will be missed. And I salute you for all that you've contributed to the rap game. Peace. Hi, I'm Samantha Lavelle, Chief Brand Officer of Certified Nation Entertainment. I currently reside in Seattle by way of Kansas and New Jersey. DMX, wow. You know, my connection with him was definitely through the music. Uh, this man was a very spiritual brother from, you know, any type of music that he would bring out, any type of feeling that he was feeling, you know, we all felt that. You know, definitely a legend that will truly be missed, you know, from his spirituality, from his own, you know, beliefs, you know, from his life, you know, from, his, uh, you know, uh, experiences in the streets, his experiences in film, his experiences in connecting with people. DMX touched many people in so many ways, and he always just had an energy about him. If I had to describe him in one word, that's definitely what I would say, energy. No matter what type of joint he was coming out with, it was a lot of energy, and we really felt that. 
So we will definitely, truly, truly miss, you know, this amazing, you know, and I would say legend in hip hop, you know, DMX definitely placed a stamp on hip hop that we will always remember. He will be down in the uh, history books of hip hop for sure. And, you know, his music lives on. You know, he may not be here in a physical, but his spirit lives on, his energy lives on, and definitely his music lives on. So rest in peace to DMX. We always will pay homage to you. You know, just no matter, no matter how old we get, we always gonna remember DMX. What up, what up, it's DWY, and I'm reporting live from the dungeon. You already know what it is, the Matrix Studios in the Bronx. I want to shout out my man, rest in peace to the dog, Dark Man X. I want to give y'all a little story, a little backstory on my first uh, known conversation about DMX. Started off back in, I think, like 92, around 92, 93. I was living down the block, across the street from Swiss Beats, Kasim Dean, um, Hicks Avenue on Boston Road. And... Um, he would be walking down the street. I remember this one day he was walking down the streets. A few days we was we was we was back and forth at each other's house. I was I was just learning how to make beats. I had my uncle's records. I had some crates of records in the house. I told him what I was doing. He came in the crib, took a couple of records to sample from, um, and then he kept it moving. A couple of days later, I seen him. He had his um, I believe it was an SP12 under his arm. If it wasn't an SP, it was an MPC. Don't quote me on it though. Um, and he was walking up the block, and I was just like. Yo, that's dope. He's he, he on his way. Let me find out where he's going. I said, yo, Swiss, what's up? Where you going? He was like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work with my new artist that I'm working with. And he was like, yeah, I'm working with an artist named DMX out of Yonkers. And at the time, like, I never heard of a DMX. I never heard no music from him. So I was like, oh, all right, that's dope. That's dope. Let me, you know, let me hear something once once it's all done. And then boom, um, you know, maybe like a year later, they came out with the, the Rough Riders joint. So um, I definitely want to say rest in peace to Dark Man X and to his family, friends, Swiss. You already know it's all love from the block. And um, make sure y'all get that new record. He's about to drop a new album. Make sure y'all pick that up. And shout out to my homegirl, Jess. Jess, good looking out for the plug. Keep doing what you're doing for the culture. We love you. I love you. And DMX would definitely appreciate this. Get at me, dog. DWI. What's up, man? It's your boy D Tech. This is my tribute to DMX. All right, listen. Way before I, I lived in New York City, just back home in Jamaica, like I used to record DMX music off BET, put it on a tape, and watch it. And you know, it was just so inspired. Like he was, his voice was different. That was one of the first people. You know, people say they grew up on Biggie, Pac. I think. When I first started paying attention to hip hop was when I got put on to DMX, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody was at school singing, what you bitches want from a nigga? And try to name out all the girls in the record, all right? Listen, DMX, true inspiration. I had a pleasure of um, meeting his fiance, Desiree. Um, she's come by the radio station a, a few times and I know he approved that, you know what I'm saying? Much love and respect. I didn't get to meet him in person. Definitely one of my idols. And it's much respect to X every time, all right? X forever. DMX. DMX to me was definitely more than an artist, a hip-hop artist. He was an entire era of hip-hop. He came through the scene. There was nobody sounding like him. He turned hip-hop 
upside down on his head. I feel like everybody was dancing and singing. And he came out with this growl and this thunderous voice. And everybody was like, what the hell? And we just fell in love with him. And I don't think there will ever be. Well, I know there will never be another DMX. And we're just going to miss him and cherish him. I can't wait for his new album to come out. Um, DMX 914 forever. Where my dog's at? What's going on, man? It's your boy, King Hoff, and we are here straight out of Hartford, Connecticut, and I'm here to pay my tribute to the God, the legend, DMX. You know what I mean? And, you know, I just remember DMX for, for, for creating good music and creating, you know, good vibes. And one of my favorite songs from DMX is Slipping. You know, um, as somebody, we all go through real things, and, you know, DMX Slipping was one of those songs that, you know, helped me get through a lot of real things in my life. And I'm sure it's helped a lot of people get through some real things in their life as well. So, you know, Slipping was definitely one of those songs, but DMX, man, was somebody who I honestly wish I got to meet. You know, I had a few opportunities to, to, to meet him, but those things really didn't fall through and I never really got to meet him. But honestly, I did wish I got to meet him. But man, all I could say is if I did get to meet you, what I would say to you is, man, X, I appreciate you. You know what you did for music, what you did for hip hop, what you did for the people, you know, it's bigger than what you could ever even imagine, what you could ever even know. You know, you are immortal. You're going to be somebody that's going to be remembered remember forever and people are going to emulate you far, 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 far and long long before you gone man so thank you for everything you did for the game thank you for everything you did for us man hip-hop appreciates you i appreciate you shout out to you rest in peace earl simmons rest in peace dmx the legend <laughs> yo what up this is christopher lee edmonds aka satisfy i'm from uh, springfield illinois and um i just want to pay my respects to uh the late great earl simmons aka Darkman X DMX um just he you know thank you DMX for everything you contributed to this culture and thank you for influencing me and my music so much like um, your authenticity just everything about you is going to be greatly missed and it sucks that we lost a legend like you so yep rest in peace DMX Hello, my name is Asia Chanel. I'm an R&B singer from upstate New York, and I've always listened to many different kinds of music. My parents always showed me many different kinds of artists, and one artist that stuck out to me most was DMX. It was his voice, his aggression, his pain, his storyline that made me realize what an amazing artist he was. I actually had the pleasure of opening up for him at an event called City Fest in Mount Vernon. And just being in that realm of just love and support that people have for him, it was just amazing. I met him backstage and it was like a wow moment. Like I'm finally meeting this person who I've always grew up listening to and it was awesome. There'll never be another person like DMX, for real. RIP DMX. Yo, y'all. I want to really, really pay homage to one of the greatest hip-hop partners that I've ever known. His name is DMX. DMX was an individual that had, when you watch the show, with not even, 
had nothing to do with his show. Just to shake his hand and to be in his presence. The man had more energy than everybody in the building all put together. DMX would be on the stage rocking a show of 10,000 people and he had the energy more, more, he had more energy than all 10,000 of those people in there watching him rock a show. He was a great asset to hip hop and hip hop, hip hop. It's so sad to see him go. Hip hop has lost a great soldier. Um, um, I grew up with uh, DMX in, 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 in my early years of, uh, of Def Jam Records. I was wondering, wow, who is this cat? This cat lit such a fire up under everybody that was at Def Jam at the time. And I appreciate that so much. And uh, I just wanted to say God bless DMX. My condolences to DMX's family and uh, all of his fans. I'm one of his fans. I'm, I'm just one of DMX fans, the whole Rough Rider movement. God bless you guys. We definitely lost a true soldier, but that energy that DMX poured into his craft, into his music, into his life, into his career will live on continually. And if y'all, all, all you up and coming artists, up if, if y'all wanna know what type of energy to bring to the stage, go look up DMX and go find out how much energy that man had in his delivery of his music and in his stage shows. And that'll give you an idea of what you need to be doing with your own crap. And I'm gonna leave it at that. God bless DMX, all of his fans and family. We appreciate you.